0: Life is about. I'm a black man Trying not to get
1: caught I'm just trying to solve the puzzle Like a jigsaw You know it's a big world So easy to get lost I'm just trying to solve the puzzle Like a jigsaw Jigsaw You can ask the children of Israel Trapped at the Red Sea <laughs> Okay By that mean old <laughs> pharaoh And his army They had water all around them mm-hmm. and Pharaoh at their back. But when God stepped in out of nowhere, he made a highway just like that. I came to tell you that he's an on time God. Yes. He. Oh is. yes, he is. He may not come when you want him, mm-hmm. but he'll be there right on time. He's right an on time. God. What is it, Brian. Yes, he is. Oh, yes, he is. And that's exactly <laughs> what happened today. We may not have come when you wanted us to come, but we are right on time <laughs> right in on your time. feed. Okay. God delivered the podcast right on time. Welcome to another yes. episode of The Jigsaw. I am Josh Rogers. I am Brian here, And this is your favorite podcast where we talk about all of the things, where we talk about the perils, the praises, the productivity, and the pump circumstance of being black millennial men in America navigating life. Brian.
2: How yes, oh, man, it's a great day to be black.
1: Oh, yeah. Um,
2: it's just another day in the land of the living. Just another day that the Lord, that's where you're going?
1: Yeah, has kept me, Yes.
2: <laughs> just another day that <laughs> the Lord
1: has you know, kept like, me. That just rise up. <laughs> he Ooh. has kept me. Ooh, from all, from
2: evil. all evil.
1: With my mind. With my
2: mind. <laughs> Gotta be Baptist Gotta get my mind, my mind. Mm-hmm. Stay mm-hmm. on Jesus.
1: Because uh-huh, it's Just what? another
2: day. <laughs> yeah. That the Lord. Oh, my
1: my, 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 my,
2: Has kept me.
1: Yeah, yeah, my, 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 my. Ooh. I see. <laughs> My stirrup in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right lemonade stir it up yes stir up the gift stir up the gift
2: (laughs) and the cocktail
1: (laughs) so what's been going on brother
2: man it's um it's been a week you know it's like it's we're we're a day behind but we're a day on time right it's it's all those things how are you doing is your anniversary was was yesterday that's why we we Mm -hmm. you know family comes first
1: Right. Tomorrow will come and girl. I can't wait. It's an anniversary. Is this the Jigsaw musical? Uh um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we singing today. And um no, it was great. So we went to Blaze Seafood okay. and Steak. Um on that. No, I'm sorry, you
2: were, I think we were gonna say it.
1: Yeah, owned by, um, you know, Candy and Todd, Asher's Salam Crush. Mm -hmm. And the little tiny man was there. He was there. (laughs) And I I was like, babe, go get your picture or Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, from your Salam Crush. But she didn't. But it was cool. I mean, the food was really great. The ambiance was good. I mean, you saw my IG. Great portions. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Great portions. Uh, And the food, I mean, it wasn't, like, expensive. It was if you're used to going to like Jay Alexander's or mm-hmm. like a Houston's, that's the price point. Oh, that's not bad at um, Yeah, about forty fifty dollars a plate, something like that. Mm-hmm. So it was cool, man. It was it was a good experience. Um, like I said, low key. I think it was low key because it was Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But there were people coming in, and quite a few people came and got to go order. So like food, and wow, that food okay. was good. The food, I ain't gonna lie, that food was good. <laughs> Even the Caesar salad they had, you could tell it was like a homemade Caesar because mm-hmm. um, it had like this sweet smokiness to it mm-hmm. i think you'll appreciate it, brian because you cook um, I, I, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah that was that was good but anyway man yeah we enjoyed it nine years man nine years nine years it's a long time man, it's
2: a long time you know <laughs> you know and anniversaries are their time where you know sex happens you, you know? reflect and yes sex happens <laughs> sex and happens. happened <laughs> it happened god
1: mm-hmm. bless you sir I bet the neighbor knew my name, my name, my name.
2: (laughs) So, did you get that the the trick daddy uh, treatment last night?
1: No, (laughs) no, (laughs) no. It's okay. No, you know. And I'm far cleaner than trick. So, (laughs) trick. I don't. I don't don't know that I want to ever be aligned with that. Trick just looks nasty. I get where you was going. He looked like he's literally dying from the outside in. <laughs> it it's just like deteriorating.
2: It looks he just looks terrible. Like someone had sex with him. Like it happens
1: several times.
2: Oh, he's just yeah. like if you look at somebody, you want to make you want to throw up, or it just oh, mm-hmm. mm. mm-hmm. yeah, because you know he was talking about eating getting his booty, ate and he's there's like a, I guess a eating booty club or booty eating
1: club. Or, you know, if he's the leader, I don't want any parts. <laughs> no <laughs> part of that membership I don't want any parts of that membership None What So Ever But mm-hmm. yeah no man The anniversary was good um, Dropped the kids off But I had to pick them back up okay, God. That was that. I think we um. You know Speaking of things that hit the news That kind of blew us away I think that's something that we want to blow our people away with mm-hmm. I feel like there's a, You know Something big on the horizon Okay For the, for the, for the Jigsaw podcast Okay You know Are you going to tell them?
2: I think you, you I think you could tell. I think you have a you have a better uh, uh, telling of, you know, big things voices. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen,
1: boys <laughs> and girls. <laughs> Due to popular demand and mm-hmm. the finale of Issa Rae's Insecure, the Jigsaw podcast will be hosting its first ever live event, which will be a watch party for season five. <laughs> but I don't know where that music <laughs> came from, but that's what hit my spirit. OK, um, we go, We are hosting an official Watch Party, um, you heard it here first, so when we announce it, don't act like you didn't know, because if you listen to the podcast, you you got it. It's going to be, Issa finally gave us a date. We've been planning it. We've been thinking through mm-hmm. so October 24th in the city of Atlanta, Georgia. If oh, you ain't yeah. in Atlanta, come to Atlanta. It totally. don't matter. You need, you need a weekend to be here. Everybody love Atlanta anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So come to Atlanta. Kick it with us. It's going to be a curated event. There's going to be food. There's going to be drinks. Um, there's going to be a DJ. There's going to be time for discussion to talk yep. through it real quick, uh, and it's going to be extra black. Oh yeah, black people doing black stuff. Black people doing black things. Um, so, yeah, come kick it with us. Try not to watch it at midnight when it drop So, right. you can watch it. With, and even if you do watch it, because me and Brian might watch it too, just so we can watch it one good time before mm-hmm. we come mm-hmm. and then watch with y'all so we can really discuss it like we need to. But right. you know what I'm saying? But come kick it's It's going to be the kicking it with us. It's going to be, um, we're going to make sure that it's responsible and it's socially yep. safe. We're going to social distance. We're going to check temperatures. Mm-hmm. We're going to require masks. We're going to do all the things. All the things. All the things. So, you're going to be in a safe environment. That's why we're going to keep it intimate, maybe 50, 60-ish people, and mm-hmm. that's going to be about it. But we that's are it. ready to kick it with y'all. It's going to be a live event. Don't let us down. Show up. Show up. <laughs>
2: we're, we're looking forward to it. Registration will be dropping sometime you know, in the near future. We'll let in you know. In we'll the very near future. Uh, very near future. And I'm excited. I'm excited to be around black people again.
1: Mm-hmm. And it will be a small price. It ain't going to be free. Right. But you know, but it ain't going to break your pockets. And I'm telling no, you, no, no. everything that you're going to get is going to be more than worth it. Mm-hmm. So- Come on, you yeah, ain't wanna come through quarter after two, just to get my eye on you. Summer Walker's crazy. <laughs> First is. of all, I, you know she's been trending. Also. she been feeding. She got her baby on a diet, giving that baby honey. If you don't give that baby no formula and <laughs> some titty milk, a whole other thing. I got derailed. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I got derailed. <laughs> Listen, some walk in, talking, well, Let me just stay on this for half a second, cause I brought it up, Brian. Stay, in there, my there, stay there. Stay there. I'ma stay. i am to lean into it. Some walking talking about these vaccines ain't FDA approved and all this other kind of stuff. Girl, have you seen how the doctors been butchering and botched your body? You trust the doctor to cut you up and give you the Brazilian booty lift, one of the most dangerous surgeries in the world, but you scared of a shot? Ooh. Somebody out here eating trick daddy booty, but you scared to get a vaccine? Ooh. I'm sick of y'all. Sick. <laughs> Sick of y'all. You probably can't breastfeed that baby because your nipple is deformed. Get that baby off that honey (laughs) and the chickpea and hummus diet and give that baby some, some um, some infant meal. Sick of y'all. Child. Help us, Holy Ghost. Oh, y'all made me upset. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all made me upset. But anyway, we can't come kicking with us on October 24th. As soon as the link drops, Brian and and I have both had people who had hit us up, messages and DMs and texts and was like, you know, I had a homeboy, uh, from Memphis, it was like, hey bro, I'm c i said, you know it's gonna be in Atlanta. He was like, What that mean? We coming. I was like, Oh, come through. Come on through. Um, you know, somebody from the Augusta era is like, I'm gonna let me know the date so I can take off. I'm coming. I'm like, bit. Yeah. So it's gonna be a t- and don't let these out of town folk outdo y'all. We wanna see our people. We wanna right. kick it with y'all.
2: Right. I, I have a feeling that's gonna it's gonna go quickly. I have a feeling the tickets are gonna go really quickly.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's gonna go real quickly, and it's gonna be two tears. But we, you know, we'll see, we'll save all about day. that. We'll we're save it. Save that. That. Um. But yeah, man, I'm I'm excited, and I, and too. thank you, Brian. You know, what I'm saying for understanding family and marriage and sex. Because of course, that what was, that's, that's what was. That's what was.
2: It needed to happen. It
1: needed to happen.
2: Yes, family, sex is all important. You know, all do those kind of
1: things. I had to. I had to. I had to make the woman guy give me no macaroni noises, and <laughs> mission accomplished. <laughs> Yes sir I gave her this rope's beef and them cream potatoes <laughs> She's probably right here gonna be listening just embarrassed. I'm sorry, mama because I know you listening too <laughs> But your grandkids wanna be here without it
2: <laughs> Right how how do we all get here? How did we all Y'all
1: got here through the sex. We, we all did. got here through the sex.
2: <laughs> we did. Thank, thank we,
1: you, thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for, thank us, you you know. Holy Ghost for and his and legal sex. We married. Y'all married. My ben bed ain't un- under fire. I mean, we might have done some defiling things, but my bed <laughs> ain't under fire.
2: <laughs>
1: Glory to God. All right, you ready to get the show started? I got a song of the week. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's go for it. Because I want to, this week in the song of the week, we typically do something that's like in theme with what we're talking about in the living room and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But I kind of wanted to deviate just a tad. It's okay. Just a tad. It's okay. Because uh, this was just on my heart. This was in my spirit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, some, you know when, when Holy Spirit guides me, mm-hmm. I follow the man. I follow the voice. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I found out today that it was someone special's birthday. I'm going to give you three chances to guess whose birthday today might be. It is an R&B legend. That's the only hint I'm giving you.
2: R&B legend. Mm-hmm. Birthday today. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Come on, Brian. And the song kind of is in theme with, you know, my anniversary yesterday. So that's another hint. He leaves this song. Oh, Raphael Sadiq? No. He leads the I song. I said kind of oh. in thing. Oh, okay. Not okay, necessarily right. in all thing. Right. Kind of. But it's about love and stuff and foreverness. I'm giving away all guys. Yeah, kind of. Al Green? No. <laughs> foreverness? <laughs> R&B Legend? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got one
2: more.
1: Nigga said Raphael Like, I'm already <laughs> listening to Raphael <Robby> Sadiq. <laughs> uh,
2: oh R&B Legend. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's Virgo season. That's what they be saying
1: these days. hmm that's, the, that's what the young say, say. I don't be looking at no astrological signs. <laughs> I'm looking at the horoscopes.
2: I, mean, <laughs> I, I follow the Lord. I follow the Holy Ghost. <laughs> what does
1: the <laughs> word say?
2: <laughs> um, It's a it's a man? Yeah, it's a man. It's
1: your last uh, shot.
2: Uh and b legend. He's in, he's in
1: an R&B super group.
2: Jesus he's Christ, He's in an r b super group? <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. Is that Bobby Brown? <laughs> no. I'm just going to sing the song and you'll know. <clears throat> it goes a little bit like this. <clears throat> so you're having my baby. Oh, K-C. And it <laughs> means so much to me. <laughs> There's nothing more precious, hmm. hey, than to raise a family. Point to marriage, your blage. <laughs> 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 If there's any doubt in your mind, you can count on me. I'll never let you down. Lady, believe in me. Boom, boom, bum. bum, bum uh. You and I will never fall apart. Boom, boom, bum, bum, bum. You and I, we knew right from the start.
0: <laughs> come on, the day come on.
1: we fell so far in love, and now our baby is born healthy and strong, and our dreams are reality. Uh, forever my lady, ooh mm-hmm. yeah, it's like a dream, yeah, I'm holding you close, keeping you on, that is Forever My Lady forever by Jody featuring... Mm-hmm. Cedric Haley, oh. aka KC. Okay, <laughs> real name, Cedric Haley. <laughs> government, government, government name. Yeah, today is his birthday from 1969. uh that's one of "My Lady" by Jonas. One of my favorite groups. And if in the way, the way Brian threw me off about the points, Mary J. Blige. If you have not seen the video from DJ Khaled's special <laughs> celebrity Mother's Day brunch. <laughs> Where he pointed at Mary J. Blige, <laughs> laid hands on Anthony Anderson's mom, <laughs> and ran through and ran through, and and ran through their audience. He did. Oh God, uh,
2: that Casey! If you never seen Casey live, <laughs> you were missing out on the treat.
1: You had me, Brian. I gotta go see the man
2: See him. He was on. Um, <laughs> we went to go see him live. He came out on his bodyguard's shoulders. Hello, real quick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's
2: like a deacon, a Baptist deacon.
0: Say you and I.
2: Wave your hands this evening. Take us to church.
1: Sing you sing the, the song, man. I
0: That's
1: what he lay <laughs> Am I my mama? Go,
0: go, 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 <laughs> go.
2: Go here, bro. What a moment. I, I love every bit of it. I love KC. Didn't
1: he grow up
2: He did. He's he's, oh. he's one of us. It explains it all.
1: <laughs> you can't join in. You got to be born in. This, this is, is, the, is church. the church
2: of God in Christ. <laughs> See,
1: that's what happened when you was raised as uh, CD Owens was your bishop. <laughs> so,
2: cool, rest cool question. Do you know, if I were to say... A child saved. What are you supposed to say next? Mm-mm. Oh, you can go to Sunday ain't school? that coaching. A child <laughs> saved, a soul saved, plus a life?
1: I went to Sunday school. We didn't do all them slogans, bro. <laughs> we just studied the lesson. My mom was <laughs> my Sunday school teacher. We just studied the lesson. Okay. Child you more coaching th- to me.
2: I'll think about that today. Child saved, soul saved, plus a life. And uh, what is it? Sunday school must grow and grow and grow, and I must make it so. That mm. to, get us to bring back I do the
1: YBWW song. What was that? The willing workers I need it. Oh, <laughs> willing workers I needed. it. <laughs> willing workers I need it. Hurry, children, hurry! Willing workers I need it. <laughs> uh-huh. mm. <laughs>
2: Sunday school, Sunday school, Sunday school, Sunday mm. school, Sunday school is marching on.
1: You see, you went to Preside of Bishop's Church. <laughs> And then you went to Ron Gibson. You was at Ron Gibson's church. <laughs> hey, I love this church. I love this <laughs> church.
2: Um, but um, we're ready to get to the bless-up.
1: I'm ready to go talk about <laughs> talk about somebody more black and more excellent than Cedric Haley. <laughs> so let's go. <laughs> let's go. In the
2: midst of
0: yeah. In the midst of
2: all right, we're here at the Blessed Report where we celebrate black people doing great black things. We do black things all the time. We wake up mm-hmm. every morning and say, hey, I'm black. And Josh, what would happen tomorrow? We woke up white. What would you do?
1: i cry. <laughs> I woke up white. I would cry. I may be in a manic depressive state. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, thank mm. God that he, he brought you up a, a another day. Um, so, uh, let's talk about this blessed report. It's for, and we have some strong black names for the blessed report. Kendria okay. Holmes, Brandy Fox with an I. Oh, okay. And okay. Shaniqua usury uh, okay. Roland Rink, Charlotte, Roland Charlotte Rink and Lounge. Okay. Come on, Black there Roller Rink. Black roller rink. All right. So I'm going to read this. You know, their, their bio, I'm read a quick bio, quick background story. Opening a skating rink and lounge had been the goal of Kondria Holmes since 2016. Mm-hmm. At the time, she felt that Charlotte Metro lacked in areas of adult and millennial entertainment. So that, that makes sense. That happens, right? Mm-hmm. I was skating resurfacing as an enjoyable pastime for adults and children. Uh, she realized or thought that, you know, it was a good goal to create the perfect environment that encompassed the two, right? So fast forward to uh, August 2020, Kendrian linked up with Shaniqua and Brandy, who are already mutual friends and connected over the idea of starting the skating rink. Uh, they all felt it would be a great idea and that something would prosper in Charlotte, right? Now we're in September 2021, and now Roland Rink and Lounge, right? Roland Charlotte, that is, Rink and Lounge is set to open this weekend, Labor Day, and it's gonna be the Charlotte's first outdoor roller rink and lounge. So that's gonna be dope. Can you skate? Are you gonna skating?
1: I can, I can make my way around the rink. <laughs> now,
2: yeah, I can I can a rink. I can't do bit. that
1: fancy backwards and uh, I, mean, I, I want to so bad though.
2: Yeah, I want to be that person that could just dance and do all the things. Mm-hmm. I want to be that
1: dude. I want to be that old dude <laughs> so bad. Just so Ooh, smooth. Yeah.
2: I want to do all those things, but yeah, mm-hmm. I can't. I, I can skate like, but I can't you know, really do all the yeah. tricks and stuff like that. But Bless up to Kendria, Brandy and Shaniqua. Strong black names. Shaniqua. Doing with, Shaniqua. No, with
1: no first vowel. Mm-mm.
2: It's this sh Nikwa apostrophe <laughs> Nikwa.
1: We love that.
2: We love the black names. We love the black names. So thank you Good. for being black. Thank you for doing some black things in Charlotte. We may have to hopefully come down to Charlotte sometime and then go to the skating rink uh
1: and do the great things, right? Can we can I ask you one question that you might not know, Brian? What? You said it's the first outside rink. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do in the winter? <laughs> well, apparently, my understanding
2: is they're actually building the brick and mortar, like the at indoor one as well, okay, but they're okay. starting out outdoor.
1: Say less. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. they're
2: starting out outdoor.
1: Do your thing, because I'm like...
2: Yeah, my understanding is in 2022, the out, the indoor will be will be built.
1: Because so. I'm saying, if you do it in the winter, it's going to be nothing but nipple prints and, <laughs> and skates, because the, <laughs> the girls will be gone. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. I didn't want to interrupt no, you. all right. So we actually have
2: two, we have two bless ups. I, I actually omitted one on accident. It was the three in them, so I gave him three. Oh, three. Three bless-ups. All right. <laughs> kiss kiss to the heavens. Kiss to
1: the heavens.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we actually have two bless ups. One I actually omitted from the doctor. I'm gonna give this one up real quick. So, okay. We're church boys. Mm. Um, um, so let's go with first, we're gonna go with Lee Williams. Who for those that don't know. Lee Williams Ooh. is the lead singer of the spiritual QCs.
1: What does the QC mean? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to Google it. I'm in the factory real quick.
2: <laughs> I can't find out. Why are you looking that up? So Lee Williams is actually an American quartet singer. Uh, he's from Tupelo, Mississippi, which means he was country... Tree um yep, that's
1: about an hour and a half outside of memphis i know tupelo very well <laughs> oh yeah
2: so he actually started the group uh the spiritual Q- qcs and been in existence and singing all that kind of good stuff since since the 60s um he you know famous the probably the song that everybody probably knows is cooling water, cooling water um bro. i can never hear that song ever again in my life and be okay but <laughs> um you know oh. cooling water so he's been in the business for a long time so uh, rest up to Lee Williams, uh the lead singer of the spiritual QCs. And if you don't know, it sounds like uh cooling water. Boom, boom, boom. Cooling mm-hmm. water boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. cooling water. It felt like cooling water from grandma's well. And I guess he's talking about being baptized. Yeah, um, had to have been. So that's that. Um, Ryan there is like,
1: no one knows what, what the QC is QC is. No one knows.
2: Um, Quartet click um, <laughs> Quartet Christians, I don't, I don't Quality know. Control. Mm. Oh. We don't know. Hey, all right. Well, we're just going to the next person. Yeah. Um, did you want to do this one? I think. Do you want to do this? This, this rest up.
1: <laughs> you got rest- it, brother. Go
2: ahead. Okay. All <laughs> right. So we have another rest up. Uh, our brother, dear friend of the podcast. Um, mm. You know, um, Greg mm. Leeks. Right, Greg Leaks passed away recently from colon cancer. Oh my God. Uh, y'all know the jigsaw we love Lenethea.
1: As my spiritual mom.
2: <laughs> Nene Leaks. She raised Josh, Josh up as his spiritual mother in all the shade <laughs> of it all. Um, all the, you know, Wu Child the Ghetto. She's a, a an icon uh, in this in this game, mm-hmm. especially in this city. We gotta go to the Lanethia one day. We gotta go do that. Yeah, That's we so do. Your, your birthday is coming up. That might need to be a, a, might need be a time a, to go to thing. the Lenithia. We might need to go to the Lanethia. Um, but we are definitely praying for uh, Nina Leakes and her family. She lost her husband. Uh, it was reported earlier this week that um, he had a lengthy battle, a really lengthy battle with colon cancer, which is which is pretty great because um, we watched the show. We saw his battle with cancer, and he was with, with remission at some point. And, mm-hmm. and all the time people, you know, when they do get cancer, they kind of go pretty quickly. But he fought it. Uh, great, 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 great battle. Uh, so we actually watched his um, – uh, his this battle with cancer. Uh, Nini confirmed actually earlier this week that her husband was actually transitioning. There was a video that kind of yeah. surfaced um, because someone I guess was was saying that Nini didn't speak to them or something like that, which is stupid. So crazy. Uh, Nini didn't speak to them. So then she was like, "Hey, y'all, you know, y'all talking all this stuff, but my husband literally at home dying. Um, so I'm sorry if I didn't speak to you, but there's my mind is on some other things. Mm-hmm. But although we know we saw the battle on. The TV show, and Nene kind of talked about it earlier. Um, it does not make it easy to digest. Death is never really that, uh, easy to no. digest. It's, it's not easy. Never. Um, and it seems like we've been seeing a lot of death recently and, and so much kind of you know stuff like that. So it never gets easy when we do these rest of reports uh, because there is literally somebody on the other end of that person who who passed away. And there's family members that are left behind. They're having to kind of pick up the pieces and be strong. So prayers up um, to Nene. Her family, her and Greg actually had a son together, mm-hmm. um, so we're praying for him as well. Praying for the family, praying for NeNe. We love NeNe. Um, we love Leneetia La- we- Leakes. We right? love Leneetia, and if it hadn't been for her, then, you know, the world wouldn't be what it is today. You so right. rest up to Lee Williams, rest up to Greg Leakes, and bless up to Kendria, Brandy, and Shaniqua. Uh, this is the blessed up and rest up report. Josh. Anything in the billboard?
1: They don't last long. We get to the point <laughs> We know you love it Cause everyone's favorite uh-huh. This is Josh Rogers Athletic yes. abbreviation. <laughs> Boom This week in Josh Rogers Athletic Abbreviations <laughs> We want to Talk about our dear brother Cam Newton He was a quarterback And no, that does not Mean that he was a piece of currency He's a football mm-hmm. player If you remember, that reminds me of my about. My favorite joke from baby kid. Your mama's so dumb, she said she had a quarterback, she wouldn't, she thought she was getting a refund. Oh, right. <laughs> 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 anyway, Cam New, quarterback, um, probably most infamously known for his crazy hair and his hieroglyphics that he types on Instagram. Yes. Was you know an Atlanta, you know, legend and native here. I've actually worked out beside him at Effect Fitness, he's been there a few times, hopping and tapping on the bricks. Um, uh, <laughs> but most recently, he was cut from New England Patriots, and multiple sources confirmed that our friend Cam was released by the New England Patriots. And Mac Jones have no idea who that is, the only um um you know Matt Person Jones I know it's Mike Jones Mike Jones him <laughs> Mac <Matt> Jones <laughs> would now be starting quarterback for the Patriots and right. people have speculated that there were multiple reasons as to why he was released including Mac Jones showing, you know, incredible promise and Cam's um, vaccination status and stands and his lackluster performance this summer and in the preseason. And um, I don't, you know, I don't keep up with all the sports, Brian, but I don't Uh know that he did incredibly well last season. (laughs) He did not. He did, yeah, okay. You know, know, (laughs) from the few things, because I keep up with the things that are black. And from that, you know, I think he had like a good breakout game and then it was like, oh, no. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, um but we love Cam, and we hope he finds a spot somewhere because just like the infamous interview with him and Vic Cruz at OBJ, they're like, "There's other people getting signed that's older than me." Right. And Vic Cruz said, "Especially not your position." you're like, "Hello, so, hello." <laughs> so that is one of my favorite moments from Cam Newton. So we hope that um even if he doesn't land in another team that he's been investing his money wisely and, uh, you know, he will land somewhere where, you know, he can be lucrative and remain successful for the rest of his life. The Memphis Grizzlies grit and grind themselves have Mm -hmm. announced that they are retiring the vets, the legend of grind city, Tony Allen and Zach Randolph's numbers. Tony Allen and Zach Randolph were major pieces to the Memphis Grizzlies. And in the 2010s, they were actually the creators of the whole grit and grind thing. And they helped um, lead Memphis um, mm-hmm. To the 2013 Western Conference Finals um, The furthest that they've ever been What an exciting time to be alive in the city um, And they were community advocates And they helped the city of Memphis These are two people who came to the city Embraced the city And really like became Memphis So mm-hmm. if you're from Memphis You love Zach You love Tony They was all in airports And all the other things So that has been Josh Rogers Athletic Abbreviations
2: Can you give us the jingle going out though?
1: They don't last long. <laughs> yes. We get to the point. We uh-huh. know you love it. Cause it's every fan's favorite joint. Mm-hmm. These are Josh Rogers, athletic abbreviations. You need, to give it to
2: us. you need to give it to us on the on the beginning and the end.
1: Okay. They, okay, well there you are. There you are. Then you are. one day we gonna have we gonna have that song recorded. A real treat. <laughs> so into the Billboard of the Billboards, Nike mm-hmm. closes temporarily. They don't need to be closing anything because let me tell you something. Just let me just give give you a piece of my mind. Okay. Because y'all ain't making enough of these Jordans and enough of these Donks and enough of these Air Maxes. Because I'm mm-hmm. sick. I don't even follow the sneaker apps and stuff like that. So I don't right. be competing because I ain't got time to be stressed out like that. be stressing me out. I'm almost 32, Brian. I'm too old to be stressed out over some sneakers. Okay? Mm-hmm. But I am sick of y'all not making enough so that all the resellers can get some. Then the regular folk who don't want to fight with the resellers don't have a chance. Okay? Make enough shoes. When we was younger, you had enough shoes. Before the resellers, we had enough shoes. Make enough shoes. And then you have the nerve to close your offices. I don't care about what you do with your employees. Make the shoes. You're making them overseas anyway. Right. Make the sho- <laughs> make the shoes. Okay. Back to the regular schedule program. Nike has made the decision to invest in mental health and decided to shut down their corporate offices for one week. So during this paid week off, employees are encouraged to take time to unwind, de-stress, and spend time with their loved ones, avoid doing any work. Um, Brian, what are your thoughts around Nike shutting down for a week for family and mental health?
2: I think it's great. I think every company should uh, to do some something like that. Um, I think it would actually be great if companies probably did that. Like at the end of the year, during Christmas holiday time, for sure. Um, if anything, at least the Christmas time through the end of the year, and kind of allow people to have that just one week, if anything, um, paid and to spend time with your family. I do believe that. I think you know, the, the I think when we were shut down for like two weeks during the pandemic, I think that was yeah. a great time. That two weeks. To be at home just as a family, enjoying your family and all that kind of stuff. So, I think other companies should adopt it. I, I think it's a great idea. Um, but like I definitely agree with you. Like, go back to making shoes. I've taken so many L's on these shoes that I really want. Bro. And it's, it's not cool. But, you know, not cool who am
1: I? But that's what the world needs now. We need rest. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little love. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. No, not just for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know the rest of the lyrics, but anyway, uh, the Federal Trade Commission has mm-hmm. decided that they was going to officially work for the people. It was announced that the World Trade Commission, the, excuse me, the Federal Trade Commission, <laughs> is launching an investigation regarding the McDonald's McFlurry machines not working. Because if you know anything about McDonald's, <laughs> the one thing they're consistent, they're consistent with a few things. Brian, you ready?
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Great fries. I don't. I, I don't agree. care how bad you talk about McDonald's. Ain't nobody fresh fries really hidden. Oh yeah, like Especially when they fresh, and if they not fresh, to tell me you don't want no salt, they will mm-hmm. immediately fry you some more. Then be get and be like, can I get some salt packets? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Their sprite burning your throat. I don't know where they get that stuff from, <laughs> and I don't care what location. I don't care what part of what part of the country you find yourself in. And McDonald's sprite is. Undefeated. And mm-hmm. last but not least, the ice cream machine will not
2: mm-hmm. be
1: working. <laughs> will not. It will not be working. So those of you who go to McDonald's, I'm sure you asked for the soft serve, you asked for the ice cream, and they was like, the machine is down. Well, the FTC is like, listen, we want to do a thorough investigation, we want also a thorough explanation as to mm-hmm. why. This equipment is never working. We need Mm -hmm. to figure out what your cleaning processes are, all of the things, Uh because it makes no sense. So I'm pretty sure all the McDonald's people, all the kids around America, are going to be excited and happy to know that one day soon, quite possibly, they will go to McDonald's and be like, can I get a McFlurry? And they're going to be like, what size? Mm -hmm. (laughs) This (laughs) is what we need in the world. right? (laughs) Um, Speaking of things that have been working um, the justice system seems to be slightly working, um, finally, in people's favor. Elijah McClain and, and Ahmad um are they are getting closer to receiving justice in their deaths. Regarding McClain, it's been two years since he was killed in Aurora, Colorado, uh, by police officer. Um, they placed him in a chokehold and injected him with a sedative. However, the grand jury indicted the officers and paramedics involved in the death of the unarmed Elijah McClain. It was a 32 count indictment, which included charges of manslaughter and criminally negligent homicide concerning Aubrey. Um, who was hunted and murdered by three white supremacists. Uh, Former Georgia DA Jackie Johnson was indicted for misconduct in the case. It was found that she used her authority to obstruct justice and show favor to one of the murderers. She also used another attorney's help to cover up evidence and assist her with the case. Also, a judge ruled that Ahmad's past cannot be used by the defense during his murder trial, which hopefully will set the precedence for future trials like this. And that's huge, Brian, because Mm -hmm. you look at people like Mike Brown who, wow, I think he kicked over like some a chip stand or something in the store. Mm-hmm. They had like video recording right before he walked down the street. Uh, and while that was wrong, none of that has anything to do with the fact that he was gunned down in the middle of the street unarmed with his mm-hmm. hands up and all those different types of things. Yep. Um, so I am so glad that, you know, they don't have the opportunity to go back into the archives and um, really just destroy these gentlemen's character uh, and put their past on trial when what's really on trial is these officers and how they uh, went against what they were supposed to be doing. Um, speaking of justice, Aaliyah never got that. Uh, mm-hmm. Our R&B princess Aaliyah, you know how we love her, did an interview um, with Ricky Smiley and, um, and discussed the aftermath. Well, her her uncle, rather, did an interview with Ricky Smiley and discussed the aftermath of finding out that his niece was being sexually abused by R. Kelly. And Hankerson said that he was upset that R. Kelly illegally married his niece after getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. But he continued... To saying that he was filled with guilt because he introduced the two and also filled with rage and allegedly considered harming Arkell until he realized that he wasn't a hardcore criminal and gave it up to God. Um, ooh, so many things. Mm-hmm. Hankinson said mm-hmm. he leaned on his faith and prayed about it and believed that God would handle him. He concluded by saying, Ain't no sense in two lives getting destroyed. <laughs> yeah, I don't even I don't even know what to do with that. Uh, <laughs> I don't really know what to do with that, Brian. Like, I understand you may have not had the, the 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 guts to kill or harm him, right? I I, I get that, mm-hmm. but you couldn't report it, right? You couldn't call the police, right? <laughs> I mean, were you really that were you really that heartbroken?
2: He he wasn't. He wasn't. He, no, not at all. He he yeah. said, you know what? This dude is is is. I'm getting these residuals. I'm getting this this money. Um, because I, and that's what I think kind of bothers me. And we 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 are in the church, so we know there have been plenty of scandals. I mean, mm-hmm. plenty. Um, and people usually kind of rely on God to be the judge, you know, the jury, the executioner. God would get them back, and that to me is just like no. Like, I'm gonna pray for you, but I'm also calling nine one one. Mm-hmm. Like, because if you are out here abusing kids and Aaliyah was a child. She was a child. Fourteen. She was a child. If you're out here abusing kids, you know, you you gotta go to jail. Like that's you know, um, there's there's not any consent there. Um, you manipulated a child. Um, you impregnated a child and I don't know in any state would that a fourteen year old can be impregnated by a twenty something year old and that'd be legal. Um so yeah, I, I that whole I'm giving it up to God. Let God be the judge. Like now and then, think about this. All these that was back in the early '90s ish. I want to say so. Think about all the women, and this is in my opinion, mm-hmm. all the women whose blood you have on your hands. All the women he's abused. All the young girls he's manipulated and have to kind of deal with that Pandora's box that was open of abuse and molestation and mental anguish and all the the therapy sessions that they're having to go through and all the money that they're spending just to, you know, deal with the trauma that they've endured or even think about those young ladies who he had, um, away from their families, think about all that family time that's been lost and all that kind of stuff for me. I would sue this man. Like, bro, you had this, you had the ability to stop all of this stuff and you, you did
1: not do anything. Looking out for his own pocket, looking out for himself. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to spend too much. And let's can we just pause for the cause and also say mm-hmm. that Ricky Smiley is typically always on the wrong side of all these discussions.
2: He think he's smart. He's not. And though.
1: think he's so smart. Think he's so right. And just be so wrong out of pocket and loud and loud and tell him I said it because I would love coming to come on the show and tell him that he wrong. Right. And we can go. And we can also show him why he's on the wrong side of 1911. That's another conversation. Um, <laughs> but on a lighter note, <laughs> on a lighter note about about Aaliyah, um, One in the mill was re-released um, and it is now debuted at number 10 on the Billboard 100 and it's number one catalog album and a number one digital album. It peaked at number two on the top R&B albums list and has now charted the billboards in four decades. So shout out to Aaliyah. Still Killing us with the music and bringing the nostalgia back. Um, last, in the billboard, mm-hmm. um, the next versus battle has been announced and it could have remained a secret. On <laughs> Tuesday, September 14th, Fat Joe and Ja Rule will go head to head, hit for hit. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have anyone because I'm not watching it. <laughs> so I, I don't care. I know people are excited, Marcus. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Marcus. But you can uh, he posted on his IG, you can be excited. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you excited about? Uh, Fat Joe and Ja Rule? And this is how we're spending our evenings listening nah. to Fat Joe and Ja Rule. Nah.
2: Like I'm gonna I, I bring just... out
1: Shanti and Remy Ma. I don't want to lean back. Sit up. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it.
2: <laughs> At this point, I think the verses is actually losing its like, to me, like, their Isley Brothers versus Earth One Fire was, like, the epitome of, like, what a versus should be. Like, people that have hits on hits on hits. And I'm not saying Ja Rule and, and Fat, don't, Fat Joe don't Patty have hits. Hattie and
1: Gladys. Hits or, on hits on hits.
2: Hits on hits on hits. I'm not saying that they're not to have and hits. and <laughs> <Wolf. laughs> Gravel throw. <laughs> we
1: love... Um, so Dion War Wolfe stat account.
2: <laughs> we do. Um, and I'm not... And I, I I Mind you, I like Fat Joe. I like Ja Rule. But, you know, to me... I want, give me the old school. I want the old school music. I want I want to give the flowers to the way the flowers need to be given to. Um, So, like, you know, that's just where I am in my life right
1: now. I'm just in my life. Well, first of all, I'm probably, I think Versus is, Versus is out. hmm
2: Okay. We, 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 we outside now. We don't if, really.
1: Right. If you ain't giving us Beyonce and Rihanna at
2: right. this
1: point, like, you ain't giving us something, like, major like that, or, like, what y'all do with, like, Brandy and Monica, like, those kind of. Monumental type of verses, mm-hmm. save them. Don't right. nobody want to hear no ja Rule and Fat Joe hit for hit.
2: No, give us like a a uh, a Dr. Dre versus Diddy, and have this current format where like people are performing this stuff live. That would be something I would pay for. You give me Dr. Dre versus Diddy.
1: Yeah, I would watch something like I, that. I
2: would probably pay for that because then you would have you would have hits on hits on hits. You'd have freaking. Um, like Ice Cube and Snoop Dogg and Eminem and 50 and freaking on the bad boy side, he'd have like 112 in total and freaking mace and all those uh, Carl Thomas, all these that would be something I would be like, oh, I would (laughs) see Goodbye. Uh (laughs) I would sit in front of my TV and be like, I would I would probably pay like 10 bucks to see something like that. Like I would pay money to see. My favorite artists, the artists that ran the, the 90s, right? Those two artists pretty much ran the 90s in hip-hop. Uh, see them go head-to-head with just, you know.
1: Danny Kane. Day 26. Day 26.
2: The band. Dylon, Dylon, Dylon,
1: Dylon. Dylon.
2: Dillinger. <laughs> the best rapper alive. <laughs> the best rapper alive. Donnie Clang. I don't, you know. But um, I would enjoy it. And I would say one of my favorite al- albums, nah, albums, the albums, Favorite concerts I've ever gone to was the Bad Boy Reunion concert. That was it was so good. Faith Evans was in good voice. Um I believe Diddy had them on like a um on a weight loss plan because they were all snatched. Like not, mm. not a heavy person in sight.
1: That's an interesting yeah. coming from Diddy. Yeah. You because know, he's a shape. But um <laughs> sp- speaking of music, you know, this is actually gonna be the last thing. Certified mm-hmm. lover boy drives at midnight. It does. So, Don't talk to me tomorrow. It was. I'm, I'm, I'm Drake's on the biggest fan. I am
2: Drake's biggest fan. Oh, everybody, everybody knows I, this.
1: Says the guy who didn't even like Drake uh, six months ago.
2: <laughs> everybody, I've been Drake's biggest fan for the longest time. No, yeah, those that know
1: didn't even didn't even know who Arby <laughs> <Aubrey> Graham was. <laughs> Only knew him by his stage name. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
2: Don't talk to me tomorrow. I am just. Well, I'm
1: listening. I'm listening tonight.
2: Yeah, I, I'm. And I'm, he got the,
1: Project Pat on there. That's enough for me right there.
2: The <laughs> man the got Memphis
1: legend on the freaking album.
2: He, uh, Aubrey from Canada, I, you, are, you are doing the things. You know and this how promo, to- this promo,
1: this rollout is- We're
2: going to talk about the later in the living room, like in more detail, but-
1: Shutting uh, Donda. Uh, Ugh. <laughs> Donda.
2: Ugh. Ugh. Ugh.
1: And no shade to his mama, but Donda-
2: <laughs> like I don't want it. Like leave it where it is. Go back to. Um, nobody wins in the Georgia Dome. Like the the, the Falcons. You want to record an album in the in the place of the Falcons? Just lose. Like you, makes no sense. Makes no sense. But you know, Certified Love I'm going to be listening to it all day tomorrow. Um, I
1: think I might get. A, I might get. A, I get my haircut next Thursday. I might get a part.
2: The, the I might get a heart. Oh, the, the heart. I it might get a heart.
1: Feels like
2: <laughs> I could take a twenty. I could take a twenty track album i can take a 20 track album like all the names he was listening i'm like ah i could probably take a 20 track album
1: yeah if it's yeah just don't if give me quality. no chris brown 70 songs right that, that's overload say,
2: scorpion was a little whack to me like there were some good songs in there but it was a lot it was a lot of songs mm-hmm. but maybe 10 of them were like i'll come back and listen to those
1: watch your mouth you, you, you knew, you're new to the, you're new to the, you're new to the Graham Crackers.
2: So, so, the, so there was, the, there's, the Graham Crackers. So, there's, so, out of the 20 songs that he had on Scorpion, I'm not, you know, hyperbole, uh, you know, how many of them were actually good, like, All in right. terms of, like, replay value?
1: And now that this has been said, understood, and accepted, we're going to head on <laughs> over to the living room, because Brian wants, to, wants me to start a riot. He wants me to press <laughs> in right now. I'm not doing this. So grab your snacks, grab your drinks. We are, we'll do. finish this conversation in the next segment because Brian is messing <laughs> up. He messing <laughs> up. You can't stand and then, and then try to destroy It's not happening. Let's go to the living room. Let's go. Let's go. All right, good people. We are here in the living room, and um Brian and I did not have to fight we didn't I we, didn't know we made up I didn't know where that last comment was going. <laughs> I didn't appreciate the <laughs> ways in which it was being developed mm-hmm. so I you know you know I, I preserved our friendship in in order so that we could move on and mm-hmm. what we were alluding to when we we didn't want to get into donda mm-hmm. was you know the the rollout of Donda was a thing. Oh, I think you know Brian. We did. That, he we announced did it RD. was like maybe a month and a half, two months ago. Mm-hmm. He was recording, mm-hmm. had all his grandma painted holes on his face. He did. you stupid. He had like two listening parties in Atlanta. He set up a dorm room in the in the Phillips Sereno, wherever he was. Mm-hmm. He didn't went to Chicago and yeah. put a slave oh. house in there, and then brought Marilyn Manson. Now set himself on fire, and then brought Kim Kardashian. He just so did a bunch much. of antics. So much. Then the album allegedly drops without him knowing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And once it drops, then people find out that, you know, their verses didn't make it. Mm-hmm. He using other people's voices and then tell them. Um, uh, there's all uh, kinds of things. Now people are ready to fight. Now people are arguing. Now people don't mess with Kanye. And and this is my biggest thing. All you girls who said you cancel Kanye, mm-hmm. how, his, how his numbers do so well if he's so canceled?
2: Exactly. <laughs> if exactly.
1: he's so canceled. How do these numbers do so well? But this this living room isn't about Kanye. Well, it's not about Kanye. It's about Mm-mm. what Kanye represents. Right. And that is narcissistic. Um, we'll, get into, we'll get into what I thought about that. But that is really attention, extreme attention-seeking behavior. Mm-hmm. And if Kanye, if ain't nobody an attention-seeker, oh. it is Mr. West himself. Mm-hmm. Okay? Not Mr. East, not North, not South, Mm-mm. but Kanye West from Chicago. The man who had his jaws wired together. Wired shut. And this is what I also want you to know. This is not an attack on mental illness because we know Kanye, you know, struggles. Mm -hmm. But there are people out there who are legit just attention seekers. Mm -hmm. And Kanye, I think, is very well aware of the ways in which he tries to demand narratives and create Mm -hmm. hype and buzz around him what he's doing Mm -hmm. even when it's underwhelmed because... I I understand, Brian, that Dondo
2: mm-hmm.
1: is a very mid album.
2: I, I can believe it.
1: I haven't heard too many people say, yeah, I like, love it.
2: They, right.
1: I've heard actually no one say they love it. I heard people say they appreciate a few tracks. Yeah. But as a body of work. I heard it's very mid. And I haven't listened. I actually have no plans to listen.
2: Mm-hmm. If I'm beyond oh, yeah. No, no. I don't I don't have any plans to listen. Uh, especially like not anytime soon. Like it may be like in the in the, in the near future. In the in the distant future, because I don't want him mm-hmm. to get these numbers. I don't mm-hmm. want him to be like, oh, first week Donna did XYZ. I'm not gonna feed the beast. I'm not. I'm not gonna do that at all. Um but and but nothing even inside me wants to say, you know, wants to listen to it. Like nothing inside me wants to listen to any current Kanye West music. Nothing.
1: Nothing at all. If it ain't if it ain't about the college and the education albums, yeah. Drop out, registration, yeah. graduation. Mm. And that's what I roll with Kanye.
2: Yeah. Uh I'm gonna say Adaway's Hard was kind of was it was kind of cool. cool. Um, and Mark Dark, my dark twisted fantasy was like I'm gonna say i you know Kanye West, I think, is a musical genius. Like in terms of oh
1: yeah. Like he could Jesus even if you had one or two in Life of Pablo was not terrible.
2: You <clears throat> yeah. know what I'm saying? He, he produces for other people, like he mm-hmm. puts out good quality music we talked about i think chris and i or all of us in the group chat talking about i talked about the verses like who could drake go against in the verses we said Kanye would be a great like person to go against so we're not i'm not i wouldn't say that he i'm going to celebrate his genius in terms of his ability to make good music but this is not necessarily about him but it's really about the the attention seeking of it all and i think we said it in the group chat earlier today like like if you look at drake's rollout Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. versus kanye's rollout Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure Drake is gonna do higher numbers.
1: Oh yeah, and and even if the rollout wasn't as great, I think he would have done higher numbers, and I think the album still would have been better. It's going to be. It's gonna
2: better. be. It's gonna be good. And like his rollout was billboards of like who's like a California.
1: Can we first talk about how he hacked ESPN, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how he made the announcement of what day it was dropping.
2: <laughs> Drake, I mean, brother, like. You know, I don't. He said I don't miss. I definitely don't miss you. He don't like, miss. He, I don't miss. So, like he did that, and then he did some some posts of like you know, and the reg- the regions. We're gonna we gonna talk about the the conversation a little bit, but just the I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about my my one of my favorite artists. Is how do he, hear he does things? Go ahead. Um, <laughs> uh, so he did the he did the Memphis one. like the Memphis shout out. Uh, who was on? Is it Project Pat. Was on there. That was and there? Yeba, and Yeba. Uh, mm-hmm. Then he he did the Houston one It said, you know, Houston's uh, uh, what hometown hero. Hometown hero. So we so don't know who it Meg. is. It could be it, be it could be Scarface. Scott. It could be Scarface. It could be Bun B.
1: Now <laughs> it could be, be you're getting a little beside yourself. <laughs> I'm not. Scarface is the hometown hero of Houston. Of all the artists, he's the home. Bri- continue. <laughs> We're not doing <laughs> this because it's not a music conversation, but we are not about to do this, Brian.
2: Oh, okay. Well, you know, he's the yeah. home.
1: T- <laughs> okay. He no.
2: he's he's Houston.
1: You're he's... not you're not doing this. You're not taking me there. Think about. What?
2: Okay. So so when Drake first came into business. You know, I, I know all the things Drake. When Drake first came into business, he was signed by J. Prince's son. Right in terms of J. Prince, Rapalot Records, Houston. Houston artists, right? Their their group was the Ghetto Boys, right? And then Jay Prince's son took him to Cash Money Records. So it could be he's going back to the original Houston Roots, okay, and pulling back, you know, a legend in Scarface. Okay, Jamal Bryant.
1: Because the level of reach you just did there. (laughs) That was was a boy that thought hall.
2: (laughs) Praise. Go ahead. Um, okay, so we, we did Houston, we did Memphis. We did Houston, we did Memphis. Woo, um Lil New Wayne York. is
1: gonna
2: be on there. Lil is gonna be on there. Okay. He,
1: he, said, he, he did it in Toronto. He said okay. the greatest laughter he said, Hey Toronto, the greatest left to arrive, signed me in two thousand nine. So of course.
2: Yeah. Then he said the uh the goat. Of in in New York is going to be on there, so we don't know who that is. We don't be know Nicki. It could be freaking Nas. It could be you know I love Nicki, but
1: it, it ain't Nicki <laughs> <She laughs> to go to New York.
2: <laughs> you never know. He might you know. He might, he might her... kind of,
1: what if he got an old Biggie sample?
2: That would be dope. And I, and That's the one I didn't me.
1: think about earlier.
2: It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me that he could be it could be a Biggie sample and he's just like rapping on a a Biggie hook mm-hmm. like and just killing it. Um, then he did uh, California said. Um, you on and uh, what's the band's Ty name? Ty Dolla Sign. Ty Dolla Sign. I love him. Ty so Sign. the the rollout is just
1: in Atlanta. It, he got oh Atlanta. Young Slime. Oh Slime. Future.
2: F- uh,
1: the baby. I mean, little baby.
2: Little baby. Dub. Ba- I think uh, yeah, little baby. What's the other man's name? What's
1: yeah, Dub. Baby ain't on no, no. there.
2: Twenty One Savage
1: and Twenty One Savage. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So he's he's it's a it's a it's a clean rollout. Oh,
1: and Tim's he did one in Nigeria. Yeah, team of, the the lady who was featured on... Um, no, yep, she In on there. <laughs>
2: yeah. So the rollout is seamless, mm-hmm. and he's nowhere to be found, and he's not attention-seeking.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: I'm excited about listening to this album. It's going to be so, good. Now, with that being said, I guess that's not really the conversation, but we got to talk about you know, my, one of my favorite artists of all time. That's the guy who oh, just
1: yeah. threw me off. <laughs>
2: He's one of your rappers' favorite rappers. Just so you know. Probably. Just so you know. One just of so them. Just so you know. Just so you know. Probably. <clears throat> yes. Probably. Your your best friend. One of your best friends. Miss uh um what's the what's the girl's name? Um friend of the podcast. Been on the podcast. Lola. Uh, Lola. I'm pretty sure she likes Scarface. I'm pretty sure it's one of her favorite rappers. Okay. You know, just you know, throwing it out there.
1: Okay, oh, we, can go, we, can go back, we can go back to the website, I mean to the episode and <laughs> notice that she did not mention him <laughs> in any of mention, the people.
2: <laughs> she didn't mention nothing. <laughs> she, don't do that. <laughs> Lola, we need to hang out. Well, I'm coming to California, hopefully soon. We go to California, soon.
1: Lola, we want to hang out.
2: Right. And but anyway, can, she,
1: like, we're on we topic. We're, right derailing, it, we're derailing. But anyway, all this to say that Kanye really exhibited extreme levels of mm-hmm. attention-sick behavior. So yep. just maybe to think about as an adult... Right, because usually we see this level of behavior from children. We do. If we're gonna true. be honest, you know, mm-hmm. begging for your attention, doing outrageous stuff, throwing themselves on the floor, throwing tantrums, all the things that Kanye does, right, for attention. So it made me think, hey, Brian, let's have a conversation about adult attention seeking and mm-hmm. what does that look like. So in terms of dealing with other people outside of Karens and the Chads, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how do how do you identify attention seeking behavior in adults?
2: <sighs> uh just finding reasons to be like, hey, this is me. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this. <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. one thing I in the social media generation is like cryptic posts. Mm. Like it's Subtweeting like, and stuff. Yeah, like the subtweeting, the oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened. Heartbreak. So then people could be like, oh, what, what happened? Well, we're praying can't, for you. Like can't
1: talk about it, girl.
2: <laughs> can't talk about it on here. It text me like. No, you know, um, that is super attention seeking, um, the whole finding, you know, jumping on whatever is hot or, you know, the, the tragedy of it all, like, Oh, so-and-so it's, it's sick. Well, you know, I've been, you know, sick with COVID and stuff like that. Like, you know, and I've been struggling like, girl, like no one asked you, you know, so stuff like that. It's really the trying to find ways to be in the conversation. Oftentimes when the conversation is not really about you and then trying to turn the conversation to your direction. And we know plenty of people like this. And it's like, you know, this is this is not about you. This conversation is not about you. The conversation is about somebody else. And you're trying to find a way to bring it back to you. uh, And that's not cute.
1: You're so vain, (laughs) I bet you think this song is about you, you're so vain, I bet you think this song is about you, don't you, don't you? Yeah, we do know people like that. I know people like that too, who Mm -hmm. every time you give them, and this is one way that I can identify an attention seeker for sure, especially when you're trying to give away good, like you're giving away good news, Mm -hmm. and they like try to one-up you, Oh, with I their news. It. I hate it. And it's just like, but for what? This ain't that we ain't even talking to you, talking right. about you. This is ain't this ain't about you. And I do, I do realize that at times, right, when we're talking to our friends or talking to people and we're having discussions about, you know, whatever's going on in our lives, mm-hmm. that there are times and opportunities where we can use something that we've been through experience as relatability, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not always appropriate. Because for example, there was a friend of mine today. He was just catching up. He was like, man, yeah, grad school has been kicking my butt lately. And, you know, mm-hmm. And immediately I was like, you know what? I get it. I said, I went through this twice. I said, so I know the grind of grad school. And then began to open up the door for him to continue to vent. Mm-hmm. The only thing I wanted to do in that moment was not to brag that I got two, two master's degrees, but more so be like, hey, bro, I like completely identify what are the ways in which I can help and support you in this moment. And that's mm-hmm. because sometimes people don't come to you as a level of support or don't expect you to give them a level of support until they know that you can really identify with what they're doing and how they're feeling. And sometimes that requires you to kind of use yourself an, as as an example or as, mm-hmm. as as a real life case study. Yep. Outside of that moment, though, like it's still this isn't about me. So mm-hmm. people who always make things about them are attention seeking to me mm-hmm. because now you was like, all right, cool, that's enough about what you're going on. Come back over here.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And yeah, that's yeah. not
1: okay. And it, and that shouldn't exist mm-hmm. in friendships. Oh specifically. yeah, specifically.
2: No, no. And I we see it all the time like the are you talk about the one-up situation is like um like if Josh you're going to give me news about, you know, got this new job, right? If this is the moment to celebrate you. Right? Yes. Let's just bring it all in, you know, Josh, you know, you just do what you got the new job, this is what you got, you got this whatever it is. You know, it's not anybody else's time to be like, well, oh, you know, I got, you know, so and so too. And it's like, no, this is this person's moment. This is this person's opportunity to get that. And I think that uses a single person tries to find a place, and I guess, the, I guess, the question is like, within that, like, why do you feel that people do that? Like, why do you feel that they need that 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 attention?
1: I think it's a combination of things. One, mm-hmm. your mama might not have gave it to you, when you was little.
2: All right, I can see that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I
1: mean, for like legit. And that's yeah. not even to be like funny. I think mm-hmm. a lot of kids may have struggled with attention maybe because they had a lot of siblings or where they fell in the sibling line or something like that. Um, it could be that their parents were super busy and mm-hmm. wasn't able to give them attention. And then when they just started to get a modicum of success or recognition,
0: mm-hmm. they liked
1: what it felt like and they just craved, you know, so it's, it's a trauma response
0: mm-hmm. for real, for real. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. And that level of response can be worked through in therapy. I mean, mm-hmm. because think about it. Let's just say you were neglected or didn't get the attention that you thought you deserved as a child. Mm-hmm. Let's let's just say that's the case. Right. And then let's just say mm, high school, you become a sport and you'd be like this letterman athlete. Like mm-hmm. you're going to get all kind of crazy attention, right? And because you never felt that, that now feels good. And you're yep. probably going to try to find ways to duplicate this feeling and it Mm -hmm. may come in unhealthy means because you don't ever want to feel what you felt at home. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that could be like just on some psychological stuff. I think that can be at play. Another reason why I think people may do that is because, you know, and we can just go into it. I think it's a a narcissistic behavior and trait. Mm -hmm. Um, They just want everything to be about them. Mm -hmm. And I think we all deserve to be selfish and, um, having our time. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, if it was your birthday, Brian, and you were having, I don't know, a trip or something... Right. Like you said, that's not my place to announce anything huge. We are here to celebrate you and your birthday. Right. That is it. If I tell you to the side or something like that, that's between me and you. But I'm not making no huge announcement. I'm not doing the toast. I'm like, oh yeah, and matter of fact, it toast up to my new. no, we're toasting up to Brian's <laughs> life. If you decide right. to mention it in your toast, then mm-hmm. thank you. But you know somebody it's right. not my space to invade your mm-hmm. space or your most. I think we all deserve our most just like at a just like at a wedding. Don't mm-hmm. propose at my wedding. Don't not announce it. your oh, pregnancy at my baby shower. Like, it, don't yeah, want, don't try to that's one up not me. It. Because that's if not I it. see you look like you about to propose, I would tell the DJ to turn this music up, and I would tell the dad, I would tell the, <laughs> I would tell the security to escort you out. <laughs> um. So, I, I, another part of me thinks that someone is just narcissistic behavior, and then there's a there's a small part of me, the empathetic part of me. I told y'all a few weeks ago that I'm an onion. Just got to get down to the deep layers because that's what mm-hmm. my that's what my gushy part is. <laughs> and down up in there, mm-hmm. and <laughs> then down in there is mm-hmm. where my third option is that I think some people are just oblivious. I think for some, they're just genuinely unaware of what they may be doing. Um mm-hmm. and it could be because they're only I think there's it's rooted in something. But it could be because they're our only child, like you know, some stuff like that. They may, they just may not know how to navigate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not having attention, and it just right. kind of comes out. It's because I got a couple of friends who I grew up with who were only children.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We had to have conversations about some of the ways in which their behavior was just, and they really didn't understand why they why what they why what they were doing and saying were self. I mean, they legit did not. It wasn't clicking, and it wasn't until we had to explain, like. Thoroughly explain and go through situations, scenarios and be like, this is why, this is why, this why. So, but, you know, I think that's a, that is, that is the exception mm-hmm. and not the rule. But those first two yeah. things is what I really believe. Yeah. And I you. have a,
2: cl- yeah, yeah I, I, I agree with that. I think it's the fact of like maybe upbringing and maybe just sometimes people's, uh, uh, in some cases, like they're being their personal life, they feel like they don't get the level of focus or attention or love. Yeah, because uh, sometimes the attention can feel like love. Like you know, Helen Baylor said in her testimony, said like you know, the the applause, the applause was like love. It felt like something. So that attention can feel like love. Like oh, everyone is looking for me. Everyone is here for me. People are applauding for me. So that attention is something that I I seek and I crave because it makes me feel like I'm I'm receiving love. Um, so I can I can believe that to a certain degree um i know some people who just like attention so like they do like just a close relative of mine um they just be posting stuff and it's like okay well we don't we don't really care but uh i i think that's what it is um but i even think with some people who ha- or are, are attention seeking mm-hmm. in some cases they don't really care if it's negative or bad attention or positive attention like they just want they just want the attention they just want the attention and i i think i i think we had this conversation before or not but like you know Using Kanye as the basis of our conversation, like, sure. you know, he wants the fame, right? But he, I think he'll settle for being infamous. Like, he wants to be famous, but he'll settle for being infamous and having, you know, even if it's bad publicity or if it's bad press or or a negative, um, uh, um, opinions about him, mm-hmm. he just wants people talking. He don't care. And I think some people that are, that are attention seekers really don't, you know, even if it's a, They'll spin it and be like, oh, haters are just out here hating.
1: Mm. You
2: know what I mean? But they love the attention.
1: But some of y'all literally got no haters. Let's start there. None. And I think that's attention seeking too because y'all create these enemies and these foes that don't exist. Mm-hmm. A lot of y'all, a lot of y'all just ain't likable. hmm <laughs> That's true. People mm-hmm. just don't like you. Like that laugh I gave, mm-hmm. you're disgenuine. You're and <laughs> they don't like you. So it isn't that you got haters. You just have a bad personality. You're a terrible person. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you don't have the amount of enemies and the haters that you think you And then some of y'all ain't even got really nothing to hate on.
2: Uh, hello, somebody.
1: So I'm trying to figure out where the hateration in this dancery is coming from. Because, <laughs> you know, ain't nobody stepping on your on your floor trying to cha-cha slide to what you got going on. Nobody. Nobody. So, nobody cares. <laughs> um Um, So, Brian, considering all of that, how do you deal with people who fight for your attention, whether it's positive or I mean, because now you have a child. So there's attention seeking Uh. behavior there. There's not necessarily negative. Mm -hmm. Right. But I mean, but it's there. So how do you deal with that in a positive way and a negative way? Yeah, well, okay.
2: So you and I are both married, and mm-hmm. you and I both have children. So we know there are certain spaces and opportunities where, like, attention is is necessary. I think any relationship you got to give attention. Mm-hmm. Like my daughter, she, like she will let me know when she definitely wants attention. If I'm on my phone and she wants attention, she'll do something. She'll say something. She'll scream so she can get attention. If I'm too deep deep in my phone, she'll slap the phone in my hand mm-hmm. or be like, "Put it down, Daddy," or something like that. Like, um, which doesn't bother me. Like it's the fact of like I you know. You're my child, I you want attention, I get it, I understand. Um, adults seeking attention, mm-hmm. especially those adults that don't share my last name and live at my address, I have a harder time dealing with those folks. Okay. Um, because it's the like I only have so much attention to give around. Like I, you know, my wife, my my daughter, like my closest friends, you know, and my closest friends aren't attention seekers. Like you and Chris are not attention seekers. Like never. And even Chris, being an only child, he's never been the person to me. Seemingly, where it's like, hey, y'all, look at me, 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 look at me. Look at me. Like, and you're never, you have never been like that. Um, so even outside of that, it's kind of like I have a hard time. And and part of me, something inside of me, when people that are overly attention seeking mm-hmm. makes me want to ignore you. Mm. And I don't know what it is, but something inside me is like I really want to ignore you because all of this is getting on my nerves. And you, by you saying like "Hey, look at me," makes me not want to look at you.
1: You make me want to leave the Um, <laughs> uh, and, th-
2: and that's the and that's a, I'm being completely honest. It's, it's difficult because it's like I have the opposite effect. Like I feel like you know I don't want to see you or look at you or have anything to do with you when you're like "Hey, look at me." Look at me. Look at me. Like, it's not cool.
1: No, I feel that. Look at me. This is I just thought about Dream Girls. Look at me. That song, I, I actually would love that saying before I preach one day. I'm changing. I just. Do it. You should do it. It's a song. It's a song. Anyway. Um, no, I feel that. I think, you know, when my boys, they are quick to call me to the carpet and be like, Daddy, stop, whatever, whatever, whatever. They'll even tell me and Ash, you know, get off your phones and watch a movie with us blah, 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 mm-hmm. Because Jaden's big on Family Movie Night. He'd be like, it's supposed to be Family Movie Night. You're not even watching a movie. You're on your phone. <laughs> um, so yes, but I you're right. I think, you know, your spouses and your close friends, those you're in a relationship with, they deserve your attention. And that's the thing outside of work that's most important, right? Is giving yourself mm-hmm. to these other to other people and spaces that deserve right. your attention. While also Mm-hmm. Going back to last week, making sure that you're giving yourself proper attention as well. But in terms right. of people like attention-seeking behavior that we're discussing, um, yeah, that's one way to deal with it with your children. I even think with your spouse or your partner, there could be unhealthy ways that they can ask for it, right? Oh, yeah. Because they can Without do things to try to get your attention or try to get you to get something that they didn't talk about. Like I think at a certain age with adults, whether it's a partner, spouse, or just friend, we just need to have a conversation. Like, Yeah. With my friends, I've learned, if I miss you, I'm just going to tell you I miss you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do certain things to make you, like, I'm not going to ghost you. Like I'm just going to be like, hey, like let's let's yeah. link. You know? Or block people, what, yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, you does. know, whatever yeah. it is. You know what I'm saying? I'll be like, let's link, let's talk, let's do something, I'm going to call you, or whatever. You know, those are the kind of things. So I think even in those relationships, while they, quote, unquote, deserve your attention, I think there are ways that we can mitigate the unhealthy ways of seeking mm-hmm. attention. Mm-hmm. And then just have communications about what that means, what that looks like. In terms of negative stuff, you know, Brian's a little bit more mature than me. uh, Because I'm going to give you some (laughs) attention. It ain't going to be what you want. But you're going to get it. Um, And I'm going to be a, oh, oh, it ain't going to be what you want. And I might be like, bitch, you want my... T- what you want? Because you really don't want... I'm, I'm going to try to explain the ways in which you don't want anything and the ways in <laughs> which you didn't do. You don't even deserve my attention. And by the time right. I'm done with you, you're not going to even want to deal with me anymore. And the attention that you thought you wanted will be null and void because you don't even like me anymore. Mm. God's working on me. <laughs> Work on me. Uh, well, turn Be slay. Excuse me. Um, be <laughs> But yeah, but no, but on a serious note, I will deal with people in that way. For real, for mm-hmm. real. Um, and not necessarily like cut you off or be so nasty that you cut me off. So nasty. So rude. Shout out to Nini Licks. Um, but I will kind of reach you your rights and kind of point it out to you and be like, hey, mm-hmm. you want some attention? Let's do this. Let's, let's have this conversation about all the things that you're doing right now that is completely unnecessary for an adult. Okay? Um, and I think, again, having that conversation, and if they still don't change that attention-seeking behavior, then to Brian's point, then that's when I will become a ghost. I will ignore you. I'm not mm-hmm. responding to your messages. Um, i you know what I'm saying. I'm not going to do anything because now you're just trying to get back into my good graces and get the attention that you forfeited. You know how I many people want to hang out? Do You know who I am. You no know people want to hang out with me. You no know people mm-hmm. want to talk to me. And you had my attention and you handled it tr- with in a trifling manner. Right and now you don't deserve me anymore. Mm-mm. So uh, and
2: I I agree with that. Yeah, I take away access. And and I would and some people really don't deserve your attention. Can we, we can we say that? Yeah, we can say that. Some people don't deserve your attention. Like what 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 did you do to earn my time and attention?
1: Be thankful you had it in the first place.
2: Like and that might sound like,
1: arrogant, but it's it's legit. My time is oh, my
2: treasure. It
1: is. So if I it's, give you that, it's better than a gift. It, a Material one.
2: Mm-hmm. Like I sat here and and spent my time with you and gave you my attention and. For what?
1: For you to do nothing with him, but <laughs> waste my time. Mm-hmm. Sorry, jokers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So let me ask you this: Have there ever been times where you've dealt with needing attention, and you've displayed? Let's be accountable here because Jigsaw Podcast is all about accountability. You know, and navigating life. So, were there times you had to navigate where you needed some attention, and you probably kind of did some, you know, immature, negative things to get what you needed? As an adult,
2: I can't think of anything offhand. I'm probably sure I've done it, but I know as a child, I've definitely said as a child in my adolescent years, I, I I just exhibited a lot of like angry behavior, like mm-hmm. fighting. Uh, I got suspended from school so many times, cussing folks out, um, anything you can think of, like I did it um, because it was just like, eh. I I don't think it was like I knew I wanted attention, but like mm-hmm. as an adult now, I'm thinking like, yeah, I probably just wanted some some attention, dealt with some rejection issues and stuff like that. And um, I think sometimes when you deal with rejection as a young age, you've really Mm -hmm. tried to find people that would be willing to like fight for you. You know what I'm saying? Like in the, like, I'm going to do what it takes, you know, to (laughs) fight, to get to you, to be a part of your life, all that kind of stuff. Um, Because other people may have been like, "Eh, I don't care about you. And they just discard you. Uh, so I would say definitely as a child, I was doing bad things and doing stupid stuff as a kid. As an adult, um, I'm pretty sure um, I can't say, but I'm pretty sure there's probably been times for subconscious where I was like, let me just get an attitude so then somebody can be like, how are you doing? Or more like in, in, in marriage. Probably. I want not say like my friends or anything like that, but say like, you know, I want some attention to marriage. I'd probably be like, I, I, have, I have a legitimate reason to have an attitude, but my attitude is just extra. Attitude, just so she would be like, "What's wrong?" Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's just
1: no. Yeah, I've been there. I, um, I'm the kind of guy in a lot of cases where, if I'm quiet, and have attitude. Well, let me just say this: I could be moody, and mm-hmm. I know that about me. And I just mm-hmm. because I can not be. Um, <laughs> 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 um, so sometimes when I have an attitude, I ain't really looking for no. Attention. I really want you to leave me. The heck alone. Um, <laughs> but there are other times where I I can't say that I've probably done that. And you're right. As a child and as a lesson, it probably came out more. Uh, I will say the, that overachieving thing in high school and stuff was kind of my way of like, look at me, look at me. Uh, a lot of it I did because I wanted to do it. But there, I will admit there were some times I did some of that stuff because I knew the glamour and the fame that came with it. So, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, I exhibited those type of behavior. I can't think of a way or a time um, that I was just legit just begging for attention or doing all kind of antics mm-hmm. uh, so that somebody could recognize me and talk to me. And because a lot of times I only want to talk to people. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know that I would. have, I don't know if I've ever done anything intentionally in that way, um, right? To be like get the spotlight on me, right?
2: And I think we kind of talk about this for the most part. We probably can try to wrap it up at this point. Um, but if, say, you do want attention. Sure. Like what is the way... I think you may have kind of talked about it, but I don't know if we actually kind of put it out there in totality. Like, If you do want attention, like, what is the way to come to your family, your friends, your loved ones, and say, hey, I need attention? What are some some positive methods to, to go about doing that? I think you just said it. Hey,
1: I need some attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean... I was actually talking to a person today, and one thing they said that they appreciate about me is that, Josh, she said, with you, people will never be in doubt about how you feel and where you stand. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. And I try to make that very clear in my life. Um, <laughs> and, and I've learned to do that. It wasn't easy, right? Mm-hmm. But I have gotten to a space where, like I said, especially with friends, if I miss, I'm, whether you know, my male or female friends, whether I miss you, I'm going to be like, I miss. I'm not going to be the person be like, you know, it's been a minute. No, I miss you. And I've mm-hmm. created spaces mm-hmm. where people are able to do that. Uh, I was um one of my another friend, you know of this person. Um, mm-hmm. he he got promoted to a associate pastor position of a mega church in Nashville. I'm sure the mm-hmm. person's coming to your your brain now. Um
2: yeah.
1: he hit me up, was like, you know, was like the, the message was just nigger in all caps. I'm like Either he got to tell me something, or oh. <laughs> he to try to read me my rights, and I'm just like, right. what? He's like, where you been? And I'm so immediately me, I'm like, okay, I know. Uh, and we had <laughs> we hadn't talked in a minute, right? But right, I, I like I said, I I've curated spaces with people to where we ain't got to go through this thing. It's like, hey, he was like, B. he said, know what? He said, don't be, he said, don't hit me with no stuff. In I'm calling you in the morning, and we doing a full catch up, full debrief, and that's what mm-hmm. it was. Like, bro, I'm you're my friend. I miss you. I haven't talked. And right. that's just That's just what it is You know Like I think me, you, and Chris You know And our friend group specifically Don't go through right. that As much as we literally Talk to each other every day. every day Now there are sometimes I miss the physical presence Of being oh, in my
2: friend without, without a doubt
1: um, And just like today You know I FaceTimed a man of God And you know Man of God had to Cover his chest Like he had just got out of a, <laughs> You know A sitcom sex scene I was like <laughs> <laughs> We pull the pull the blanket up, uh, but no, seriously. So, but I am. I guess that may be the millennial in me. Sometimes yeah. I, I'm going to Facetime you instead of a phone call because I want to see you. I right? and yeah, yeah. I'm and am it's, I'm it's open. definitely different. Yeah, I'm open and I'm honest about that. And even mm-hmm. in relationship with my wife, like I'd be like, "Hey, we need to go on a date," mm-hmm. or like uh, when me and Ashley was like in the heat of the housing process, she's like, "Babe, I think we need a reset because we were missing each other so much." Focused mm-hmm. on the house and figuring out, you know, so, so it's just getting to the place where you can be open. And like you said, you may not be as, you know, direct as, hey, I need some attention. But really just saying, right. hey, I feel like, like me and Ash, I feel like we've been missing each other.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's, you know, so what can we do? And immediately I was like, bet we have a date night tonight. And, it's, right. and it was, it wasn't no thought. I was like, can your mama watch the kids? So my mama was mm-hmm. available. We went and we went and had tapas and, you know, and all those other mm-hmm. and drinks. One of our favorite tapas restaurants. And uh, and we just had a really great time together. We ended up letting the boys spend the night. We had our, you know, our intimate time. You uh-huh. know, I was able to wake up in the morning and, you know, prepare for the gym without her being stressed with the kids. You know what I'm saying? All like when the kids yeah. are gone. Even if you don't, you know, take sex away. When the kids are just a different level of stress and peace, that is just there. (laughs) Um, But I think just being intentional in conversation Mm -hmm. and being very expressive about what your needs are is saying, hey, I want – and I don't just want any attention. I want you. I want to be loved and heard and felt by you. And again – this is not exclusive to romantic relationships. I think you do this with mm-hmm. your friends and even your parents, your siblings. Like, the one reason why we got this tattoo is because I really love my sisters. And mm-hmm. Jessica, my baby sister, does a really good job of saying, when you come in town, I want to hang out with you. I, don't, I don't, She'd be like, I don't care nothing about Chris. I don't care about your line brothers. I don't care mm-hmm. about none of them. I want to hang out with you. Um, right. And I give her my time because I know I'm not there. So we might talk on the phone. We might FaceTime. But spending time with her big brother for her is right. really important. And if that means she come on my mama's house and literally Jessica turns into a little girl and will sit under me, the whole mm-hmm. time we under my mama's house. I mean, her husband all the way over there. Jessica is sitting next to me because <laughs> she mm-hmm. wants to be with her her brother. Like it's just being expressive about those things and yep. making it known and showing that love. And actually, if you're able to show it and communicate it, you might you gonna get, like when Jessica says it, she gonna get it because mm. I'm a I'm a, I'm a fall into the sappy little brother, big brother, and be like, come on, mm-hmm. let's go. Let's go. So I think just really being open uh, and being being vulnerable enough to say, I need what you have. Right. Right. And I agree with that. I can't I can't add anything
2: to that at all. I I agree 100 percent with that. Just being completely open and honest with your feelings and put your pride aside and be like, hey, I really want you. I I love you. I appreciate you. Again, that could be friends or romantic. Um, Let's I want to spend time with you. Uh, mm-hmm. whatever that takes, it may be even you as a person that wants to spend time with that person finding the time. And I want to, I'm going to do that too. Sometimes people be like, Oh, I want to spend time with you. But then they'd be like, they want you to be the person to, to, to plan out everything. Like you, if you're saying you miss me, how about you say, no, I'm going to figure out the time, the place, all that kind of stuff, provide the space and opportunity for us to meet up and hang out, all that kind of stuff too. So I would say that too.
1: Or, to even add on that, like, like for me, people know I live a very busy life. And mm-hmm. if you know that, be like, hey, I look like... Because you may find a time that don't work so be like, Josh, let's look at next week. What does your availability look like? Mm-hmm. To me, that's you acknowledging my life. Yep. Showing really great intent. And I bet like, you know, what? next week don't work, but the week after next. And if I'm telling you, if it gets in here, mm-hmm. if it Self-haven. gets... Listen, listen, let me let me just, just do the things. If it gets on this calendar, mm-hmm. if it's one, if it's one of these little blocks and all this stuff that I got going on, I am gonna make it happen. Because mm-hmm. it's there. Now I might text you and be like, you know what? <laughs> something came up. But on but if I really want to do that with you, ain't nothing gonna come up unless something right. actually comes up. But if it gets right. on my if it's if we just left it in the text. Mm-hmm. that's a high chance it ain't happening but if right. you make it if you send me a calendar invite or if I take the time and type it out myself mm-hmm. it's happening and oh, I'm yeah. gonna definitely give you that 30 minute we still good and that ain't for me to cancel cause a lot of people that's their signal that's for me mm-hmm. to really be like are we still good cause I've right. actually shown up in places and I'm sitting at the bar waiting and be like oh something came up you didn't know this up until 5 minutes before we post the link right? cause now now <laughs> I'm upset because again, to my to point, and it may sound arrogant, but like, because I am married, because I have children, because I got a lot going on, I don't get as, I don't get a lot of time to right. hang out with everybody who want to link and want to catch up and blah, blah, blah. So the exactly. reason why I'm upset is because one, you've wasted my time. But two, I could legit hit up this other person and be like, you know what I'm saying? We can kick it. We can hang out. We can catch up, right. But because I preserve I this space for you. So again, yeah, I think putting in the effort and the intentionality around it all is good, mm-hmm. and don't have the Maya mentality. You know what the Maya mm-hmm. mentality is?
2: Uh huh. That's the from girlfriends, girlfriends reference, right? Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Sing Maya, the singer. Maya, the singer. Okay. Okay.
1: You know what I'm? You know what I'm going in now?
2: I, I, I think so. But, she had you know, a song that
1: says it's all about me, 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 me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Forget about you, you, Forget about you 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 you, 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 you. So what you're gonna, do do, gonna do, 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 do? do, 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 do. Yeah.
1: Are you gonna get it up? Get it up. Now, that might have been all type of sexual windows, But the point remains is that she was only focused on herself. Herself. All right? Mm-hmm. And that is not how we need to live, live lead lives as not adults. Uh, I think we're way too grown. So as we're figuring out this puzzle piece called life, navigating the jigsaw, right? Mm-hmm. Let's figure out the ways in which we can be better communicators, more responsible with our emotions and our vulnerability, and seek attention in ways that's healthy and get what we need from people. Agreed. Agreed
2: and that has been another living room conversation that has been another living room conversation
1: so if that's all that there is for that mm-hmm. let's go talk about some black man self-care let's do it let's do it
0: Oosa.
1: Oosa.
2: Oosa. Oosa. All right. black man self-care i am my brother's keeper we talk about all the things that we do to take care of our black selves uh so josh what you got going on this weekend to uh take care of yourself
1: Prepping for Miami because a week from today I'm gonna be <laughs> in with my sand and the toes on the beach. So if you hear me talk about it again next next week, mind mm-hmm. your business because I'm excited. I need right. the trip. Um, all of my ensembles and pieces have come in. I need to get my pants hem because you know I like mm-hmm. my pants to fit. I do know. You know, very little room, <laughs> very little room <laughs> to navigate. Um, so yes, yeah, my only downfall is that you know. It's going to be It's a, one of the events. It's an all-white gala. First oh, of all, I'm a little traditional. Why well, we weren't all-white right after Labor Day? So that's, you know. Hello. Give me bone. some bone. Eggshell. Bone. Give me some bone. <laughs> <laughs> but I got my little white. Um, and I'm going to put it on. So, no, I'm excited. But no, really, though, I've been telling you I've been chilling. And that's literally. I've been chilling because I am not going to vacation. So I've been not spending frivol- frivolously. Um, so it's going to be another week of that. And then it's Labor Day weekend. So I'm actually going to legit. Um, rest from my labor. Yeah.
2: Um, because
1: mm-hmm. Habitat for Humanity is getting their money out of me, Brian. Here, hello,
2: somebody. And so
1: has Blavity. Recently, I've been writing yeah, and I'm writing. writing. Um, uh, so mm-hmm. I, I got a deadline tomorrow. So I'm, once I do that, I am literally working out and chilling. Um, all weekend for Labor Day. Um, uh, may link up with some people if I'm invited somewhere, but I don't have mm-hmm. any plans as of right now. And um, uh, that's it. How about you?
2: I plan to just chill. Uh, like I said, it's Labor Day weekend. I plan on just chilling if I can as much as possible. Uh, sit on the back porch and just
1: live life. Sitting on the dock of the bay, watching, watching. the tide roll away. Mm-hmm. That's a good song.
2: It's a great song. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. But that is it. So, all right, cool. So, did uh, Rodney Jenkins send anything? Did he deliver uh,
2: deliver something? Let's let's look. Let's look. Uh, yeah. and we do. We have something in the P.O. box. All right, b so let's head on over.
0: Hey.
1: All right, friends and family, we are here at the post office box and you know what it is. We pull out your letters and we read them. And if you Mm -hmm. send us one, the postman, Mr. Rodney Jenkins, will probably deliver yours to us and we will possibly read it out loud. But how do you get to that point? You have to email us. At uh-huh. ask the jigsaw uh-huh. at gmail.com. That is A-S-K the Jigsaw at gmail.com and we will possibly respond to you, give uh-huh. you a pseudonym and give you the best non-therapeutic advice that you can get on Cicely Tyson's internet. So that being said, Brian, uh-huh. who do we have and what do they want?
2: All right. Uh pronouns. because we respect the pronouns? Let's go there first. And I need you give us a strong name. Pronouns. R he him mm. give us a good good strong black name,
1: Kedarius Robinson.
2: Kedarius <laughs> Robinson. All yep. right, Kidarius Robinson. Mm-hmm. All right, Kedarious Robinson. Is that strong right. enough? Do I need it's it's strong. Okay. Kedarious and Ro- Robinson is a good strong black man. <laughs>
1: okay. I can go that's a little right, strong
2: if you need to be. That's too. right up there with like Jenkins. Jenkins is a good strong <laughs> black name. Yeah,
1: okay. Johnson.
2: Right. Uh. Washington. uh right. Washington. So go ahead, Washington. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kedarius Robinson writes. Brian and Josh, I hope all is well. Thank you guys so much for this platform and hurry up and tell us what this big announcement is. And niggas anxious to know. We We, we we told told you. you. If you you, listen, we told you. (laughs) We'll probably say it again at the end, but we told you. So so you're welcome. (laughs) Yeah. Now to my question. I must admit that this is more aimed at Josh, and I hope this question is not out of pocket, but you are Greek and I needed an answer. I am deeply interested in yeah, gr- Go ahead, <laughs> <laughs> I, I am deep, I am deeply interested in Greek life as is probably pro- excuse, as is, as is probably custom a friend and I were interested in the same organization and plan to attend the interest meeting in this uh, coming fall since orgs are hosting lines for the first time since the pandemic Recently, he confessed that he was actually interested in another organization. Jesus, Mm -hmm. he gave me some bull excuse about doing more research and doing what is best for him. I mean, I guess, but bro, we have been talking about this since we were kids. And now all of a sudden you switch up on me, man, I really want to do this, but I feel like it would not be the same without my boy. What should I do? Love the jigsaw. Hope. Oh excuse me. I love the jigsaw. Oh, and Brian, in terms of loyalty, do you think I have a point? Best Kedarius Robinson. Kedarius, Kidarius. We're mm. we going Kedarius or we're we going Kadarius.
1: Kedarius. Kedarius.
2: Kedarius Robinson. <laughs>
1: Kedarius.
2: Yeah, Kedarius. Josh. Hmm.
1: Well, there's a few thoughts that hit my head. Okay. Um. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. I, you have a great intrigue about your ability to write this out publicly and stuff. I, you didn't you didn't disclose any information, so I guess you're fine. Mm-hmm. What I will say, though, and I don't want to be on your friend's side, is that people really do mm-hmm. change. Because um, mm-hmm. you could grow up as a kid. Like, for example, I'm a member of the greatest fraternity in the world, which I believe is the greatest fraternity in the world. And that's Kappa Psi Fraternity Incorporated. And I'm from Memphis, and Memphis is a really big capital city, mm-hmm. strong alumni chapters, um, strong undergraduate chapters, right? So you see a lot of men who are a part. Now there are, you know, other organizations represented by men, but you see a lot of Capas. I mean, a lot, mm-hmm. and they're in big positions, like the the school superintendent currently is a, is a noob. Uh, <laughs> there mm-hmm. are like active police officers and people who you just see in really high positions. You got city council members, Shelby kind of commissioners who are noobs. And so I could see growing up in a city like that where you could be influenced. Right. And, you know, teachers and whatever. So you could, but then actually as you grow and mature and you, like you said, you do do research and maybe see them on the yard, then quite possibly,
0: Mm.
1: quite possibly, there could be a chance um, that they could change their mind. The good thing about it, though, is that. Y'all like he hadn't been to several interest meetings with different organizations mm. oh, and, yeah. or started a line and got dropped and then went somewhere else. Like, you know, that kind of craziness. That'd be um, this is the kind of stuff to where it's a lifetime, you know, affiliation. And right. you want to make sure that you are choosing what you believe is best for, for you. So I kind of get the disappointment because it is true. Whether people want to admit it or not, there are people who are friends who've been knowing each other for however long, who've been doing it. And people in college be like, we was friends before the frat and then became mm-hmm. Lion Brothers. So they 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 talked about it, right? Right. Whether they want to admit it or not. So what you're going through isn't uncommon. I just think you need to respect his space. I think the next conversation, though, is to really try to understand what their research and what about this particular chapter on this campus has done to make him rethink this lifelong decision right? And, and hear him out. And if he says some dumb, like, well, you know, this chapter is just real dope. Cause they have blah, blah, blah. Then he ain't probably right. done, ain't really on, ain't on Greek life. anyway. but, he, <laughs> but if he began begin to say things like, well, I researched organization X and what I mm-hmm. begin to, I based on this, I align more with that. And this is in the third, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Then the brother really did make a decision that was best for him. And all you can right. do is both of y'all, Attempt to go after it at the same time and celebrate the fact that you will be, you know, what we call in Greek life sands because you mm-hmm. cross, you know, during the same time. And that's going to still be your, let that be your brother, and your friend. It won't change anything mm-hmm. in t- if your brotherhood is solid. It won't right. change anything. You'll just, you know, wear different colors, rep different orgs, um, but still be brothers because I got friends who are Greek and we're, 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 we're friends. I got friends mm. who aren't part of other organizations, and we're we're good, right. uh, So don't let this be something that destroy your relationship, right? Uh, he asked you a question about it in terms of loyalty.
2: Yeah, I I think you already pretty much answered. Like, I think you got to do it. The person should do it best for them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if they've done their research, they've done those things, and they've read up on what they've. It is what it is, and, and you got in, in a certain level, you got to be supportive. You know, in terms of if that is your friend, even though y'all may disagree. Um, It's not like they're doing anything, like, to jeopardize their lives in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, snoring coke or anything like that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, whatever that is. <laughs> I mean, extreme uh, <laughs> examples, but go ahead. <laughs> they're not doing heroin or anything like that. But hair uh, on. Hair on. <laughs> it, you know, it's on. It could be something worse, right? But if it's just, you know, you deciding this organization over the other. And again, it, like Josh said, it may be like their initiatives align more with their, you know, the thought process, like, you know, whatever it is um i would just be supportive as a friend again there could be way worse things in terms of them doing something else but of course i would love to go through a process with a a close friend of mine but it doesn't always work out that way so um loyalty goes both ways you know if you're you're a real good friend you should support them uh support your friend who's doing what they feel is the best for them as long as it's not something that's going to kill them
1: didn't your rapper k dot have a song called loyalty he did loyalty,
2: loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. loyalty, loyalty.
1: loyalty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good song. Good song. All right, so that's it. Update and let us know. Um, you don't have to tell us what organization you're. We don't need all that. Um, hmm. but just let us know how it went, and hopefully y'all had a good conversation and y'all still bros and cool. After mm-hmm. all, maybe rush is happening soon because mm-hmm. it's September,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and y'all been back. So as so long as you're not, I guess, in a school that's been affected by hurricane, I a shout out to all the people. In those places, we're praying for y'all. Legitimately praying for for y'all. Legitimately praying for y'all. So um, if you're not in one of those cities or states that's been affected, then, you know, and everything goes as planned. And hopefully, um, you know, you'll be celebrating crossing those burning sands very, very, very soon. All right. Mm -hmm. Ready to get some stuff off your chest, brother? I'm ready. All right. Let's do it.
2: All right, we are here at a greater conversation where we get some things off of our chest, some things that have been bothering us, things that we know we just got to say that either these people are doing the most or they're not doing enough. Uh, Josh, do you have anything you want to get off your chest for the greater conversation?
1: I already talked about Summer Walker, and I'm this is going to be the quickest greater conversation you ever heard. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. F Texas. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it.
2: That's
1: it. I, 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 don't have, I don't even have the energy to go into all the ways that they are trash. I will add this one piece, though. If you want to be your own country, then just file whatever it is that needs to happen. Because y'all do whatever the heck y'all want to do anyway. So just leave the United States, detach yourselves, and go on. The
2: end. Okay. Um, it's going to be real quick. The tooth. Whoever decided that it was a great idea to, I can't think of the company, and I won't even shout them out, that decided to have nooses as ties. Mm. Uh, allegedly, the black, you know, I don't, see how a a self-respecting black man in these United States of America uh, could think that having a noose as a tie is fashionable or intelligent or anything. It's completely stupid. So whoever idea that was, um, you can go where Terry Cruz is um, because we're putting certain people in certain places and spaces to where they just, you know, they don't exist. We won't mention their name anymore. It's kind of like that person who in the family who just oh we don't we don't talk about them. We don't, you know, mm-hmm. we don't mention them. Um not saying you're dead to us, but we just refuse to even acknowledge your existence. Um, so that's that. And since so we're talking about Terry Cruz, Terry Cruz is an idiot. He says on the recently on Twitter talking about, you know, you know, when you're not invited to the uh, cookout, you don't have to drink the Kool-Aid. And it's the most Racist and self-hating, stereotypical. There's
1: so many things I want to say, but I He's I, I refuse coon. to give Terry my energy. He's a coon.
2: But it's, I think this is the last time we're gonna talk about Terry Cruz on this on this
1: podcast. You know what? We ought to we ought to create a thing called the attic. So, you know, we the should. the living room is where we talk about all the great things. Mm-hmm. And the billboard yes. is where we highlight the things that happen. You know what right. I'm saying? And the Blessed Report is where we acknowledge all the beautiful things that black people are doing. Right. And, you know, and the P.O. Box is where we talk, you know, we 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 talk yeah. to the family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Greater Conversations here where we kind of get things off our chest, hold people accountable. We do. But I feel like we need the attic. We do. Where you discard the things.
2: That you this never want to see again. We never want to see you And sometimes,
1: like you said, we ain't gonna throw you all the way away, but we're gonna put you up and just never to see you. And mm-hmm. that's where Terry Cruz is going. Yeah. He's our first member of the, of attic. the
2: attic. Yeah, we don't want. Pull it down the stairs,
1: anymore. Brian. Reek. Do the double flip. Mm-hmm. Walk Tuk-tuk. on up and throw him up there.
2: He's up there. Him Tuk-tuk. and his
1: white wife. Put him mm-hmm. in the attic because no one's holding yeah. that man accountable.
2: No, nah, no one at all. Uh, he has a micro penis. I'm, I'm, I am thoroughly
1: convinced. Cause convinced. That is, that is little dick energy.
2: He's a one trick pony. You know that nigga's gonna coon and dance, or he's going to a jigaboo know, if I
1: ain't ever seen one before.
2: Right. He's gonna pan to the whites. So, Terry Crews, you're going in the attic, uh, and um, we don't care what happens to you.
1: Hit the wall, Jack, and never to come back no more, no what? more, no, no more. No more, more. hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more. You remember Regina? You remember Regina King did that? She She sang sang it. it. No more, no more.
2: She sang it out of the depths Mm -hmm. of her soul.
1: No more, no more.
2: She said, "I don't want you here anymore."
1: Mm Take you and the scales on your eyes and get out of my face. That's what she told
2: me. He's the man said he wanted to get her abortion. He said, Get rid of that that child. (laughs) Oh, you you laying in my
1: bed.
2: (laughs) It's a good movie.
1: It's a good movie. And if that is all, oh, Aretha. Did we talk about Aretha last week? Did I talk about Aretha? I
2: think
1: I did. You did? Okay. I started watching Genius, Mm -hmm. the one with Cynthia Revo. It mm-hmm. is so hard to see her as Aretha, but we're talking oh, about she that thing I nothing. Oh, she sings. Now, she mm-hmm. ain't no Jennifer. She ain't weller like Jennifer. Jennifer loud, but Jennifer wells, okay? <laughs> um, but anyway... I don't want to get derailed anymore. That wraps up another episode of the Chicks Up Podcast. It does. Thank you all for hanging out with us. Thank you all for bearing with us you. as we are a day late, but never a dollar short. Shout out to Terry McMillan. Never. Okay. Okay. I remember never. my mama had that book, a day late, a dollar short. Sure, my mama had all the Terry McMillan books. Okay. I <laughs> my took, my house too. was black, black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we had black authors only, Uh, but no, mm-hmm. shout out to y'all. Who, you know, hung out with us, who continue to hang out with us, who share the podcast, who... We appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all. Our super fans, our super followers, Mm -hmm. those who want to be a part. Um, And yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Brian, any announcements? Of course, there is one announcement.
2: There is one announcement. October 24th. Uh, We will see you in the great city of Atlanta. We will be doing the Insecure... Season premiere watch party um, details, the legitimate details, real details, full details will be out sometime soon. Soon, that is. uh, And we will see you there. But until then, continue to follow us on all the platforms. Uh, Follow me and Josh. I am Josh. I am Josh Rogers and I am Brian Hare. Uh, Follow the Jigsaw, the Jigsaw podcast. We have a website, thejigsawpodcast.com. Um, we are doing great things, and let us know uh, how great we're doing by doing a few things. You can go into all the platforms and give us five stars or nothing at all. Don't don't do do not give us anything less than five stars. Make sure you leave a nice, beautiful comment. Gas is up. Let us know how great we are and how great we're doing. And then also make sure you share. Let people know what you are. he's shimming uh, for the Lord. <laughs> uh <laughs> let people know uh how great the podcast is that you really enjoy it post us, share us let people know that the jigsaw podcast is here if there's a guest that you feel that should be on the jigsaw podcast go into their comments go on their mentions or and whatever flood they call them. It, and flood them and, and say put hey
1: puzzle pieces all up and down to the right like, oh, the, oh that's great
2: <laughs> like the behind puzzle, yeah. pieces. puzzle pieces and tag us and let them know that they should be on the jigsaw podcast because we want to continue to grow uh, and again, we're still looking for an intern person that can come out and help us with yes, all the, the key missing To
1: say that in the beginning,
2: the social medias of it all. Yes, we want to do better. We want to grow. Uh, grow with us. We have a place and a space and opportunity to two black men who, you know, will treat you right and take care of you. Put us under. Put you under our our, our wings, and we fly away. Because we believe we that just,
1: children are the future.
2: Treat right. them, well Te- them, them well
1: and teach them well and let them lead the way. Let them lead the way. Show them all. The beauty they possess. Inside. 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 <laughs> Give them what, Brian? A sense. Pride. A pride. Pride. And do what? I don't know. Make it easier. <laughs> Make it easier. Let the children laugh. <laughs> laugh. <sure. laughs> I don't know the rest. But go I, ahead. I decided
2: long ago. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's all the things. Um, thank you for again for listening to the podcast this week. But before we go, uh Joshua, can you please let the people know what they need to do?
1: Yep. Um, do what you can mm-hmm. while you can't. Best yep. ways that you can. And then uh-huh. all of that that you're doing, don't, that. don't get caught with your work. Do not undone. Spend another great week. Love y'all. See y'all next time.